0: Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, very pleasant uh, good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. Just trying to get our act together here after a couple weeks off and still working out a few bugs. We had a piece of equipment that went down and and then by the time we got it back in and set it all back up, we, we lost a lot. It's kind of like rebooting your life and you got to... Repeat, put it all back together again with our microphone. Had a problem with the microphone yesterday with uh, Paul uh, Londo and the quality, so we apologize for that. But uh, you know, it's, you know, life. Oh, uh, what are you gonna do? Well, uh, we were not able to have Dr. Pete, uh, Ray Pete on um, uh, this Monday because of technical issues and Mercury was still doing its retrograde thing, but he is here today and we're excited about it. We have a lot to talk about. And uh, he's a PhD that's been working in this field for a very long time, back in 60s, and taught at schools, and uh, really worked with hormones uh, from the very beginning. He knows a lot about thyroid stuff, and we're always available to take your, your questions by email, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. And we'll go right to the telephone and say hi to Dr. Pete, Good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Nice Good to morning. talk to you. That's, boy, I tell you what, man. I need some more orange juice. During a commercial, I'm gonna go get some here. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I'd like to start with this, and this is a personal thing, but I think people will will really um, get some information from this, because evolving the omega-3. So. So, Beck, you know, you've taught us that this omega-3 thing, too many of these are not good, right? Omega-3s? Uh, uh, yeah.
1: In some ways, the more double bonds you have in a molecule, uh, the longer chain and uh, maybe uh, five or six double bonds, uh, the more antithyroid it is and the more pro-estrogen. Uh, and that combination is especially bad for metabolism. So,
0: omega-3s... Are double bond, and, and it's anti-estrogen, so that would be. A uh, uh, pro, pro-estrogen. Pro-estrogen, right, which, which we don't want, right? hmm So um, I noticed that if I was doing a lot of salmon when I first started hearing about this, and every now and then I would get these little, like, um, little red blotches, you know, on my forearm. If you uh,
1: uh, yeah, uh, how big in diameter? Are oh, they?
0: It, I'm talking. Uh, uh, I don't know. Let's see. Maybe a quarter of an inch, and then it's maybe an uh, inch uh, 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 or inch wide. Uh, uh, one of those uh, marks.
1: It, it, yeah, yeah. Those are actually little hemorrhages, uh, and uh, 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 it's weakness of the capillaries, and a combination of high cortisol and high estrogen is typically. Involved in that.
0: Oh, so it's uh, not its not an omega 3 thing?
1: Uh, well, uh, this, to the extent that that goes with uh, uh, higher estrogen, uh, and estrogen activates your adrenal glands to make cortisol, and the combination uh, uh, makes weak, leaky
0: uh, capillaries. Leaky clap. So that's what that is if you got a little blotch. So I was doing really great, and I hadn't seen him for a couple months, and then. Uh, and I got off the, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? The, you know the uh, the salmon, and just was doing other kind of fishes, and and then I I ate a handful of um, walnuts one morning, and I know they're very high in omega threes, and then I got this little blotch. So I was kind of attributing that to the walnuts, and they're very high in omegas. But that could that be it?
1: Uh, yeah, except walnuts also have uh, other. Uh, very powerful allergens. Ah. And the allergens will trigger cortisol, too. Uh, so It's hard to tell with a complex food like walnut.
0: I see. So the high cortisol is what could make your little capillaries weak there, right? High cortisol? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, uh, and that tends to increase with aging.
0: Aging, well I don't believe in aging, so we don't do that. So what could I be doing? I but cortisol, isn't that just a reaction to the world around us as well? Uh, uh,
1: yeah, no, not having enough uh, energy to meet the uh, demands of the world. <laughs> <do it> right. <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of that going uh, I, on, I, right, Doc? Uh, yeah, I, I've um, <laughs> been experimenting the last few months with reducing my protein intake yeah. and increasing carbohydrate. How interesting. And... Uh, I think most people are overeating on protein. It's essentially you get enough, but uh, uh, depends on your rate of metabolism. And uh, in affluent countries, I think most people get much more than enough protein. Uh, Have you heard of the Messianine? Effect on aging? So
0: no, I don't know, know that one.
1: Animal studies where you restrict methionine right down to the bare minimum, which might be only half or a third as much as people normally eat, their lifespan is extended by uh, 40%, oh. uh, even without limiting calorie intake. Uh, so the low calorie diet, uh, the, the reason that can extend lifespan is mostly two things. Uh, lower methionine intake and lower PUFA intake.
0: Hmm. Hmm. So in general, you think it's possible that over the years we've just got to start eating too many little steaks or whatever, just protein in general?
1: I I think so.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, What about, uh, so how are you feeling like when you've been doing that? You can feel like you do better with that?
1: Uh, uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. actually. uh, uh, A better appetite in general. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And uh, a livelier feeling.
0: So that would be... uh, Substituting a little more rice or potatoes or something rather than Uh, uh,
1: yeah, oatmeal for breakfast.
0: Oh, oatmeal for breakfast—that sounds fun. (laughs) That's pretty strengthening, right? Oatmeal, feeling your oats, and all that thing.
1: Uh, uh, Yeah, and uh, as long as you get enough milk in your diet,
0: yeah, uh,
1: the the, uh, um, mineral-binding quality of oatmeal has scared a lot of people away from it, but. All you need to do is make sure you're getting enough milk.
0: Yeah. It's so great. I mean, there's so many people out there in the natural world I just poo-poo the dairy. I mean, the milk, oh my goodness. Do you, th- you think milk was poison, the way they talk about it?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's largely the the calcium content, but there are uh, innumerable anti-stress factors mm-hmm. in milk besides
0: uh, the calcium mm-hmm. We have a great source of uh, 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 kind of well-fed goat milk here at the the farmer's market. I'm going to pick up a gallon, and I do good with it. I mean, I just warm it up a little, and phew, man, I do good with it. I don't know what it is.
1: Uh, uh, Yeah, very digestible. Uh, And a lot of people feel uh, uh, something unpleasant when they have a glass or two of ice-cold milk but if you just bring it up towards body yeah. temperature, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's the uh, drop of body temperature that uh, a lot of cold drink ah. uh, it, it can actually stop your heart just by a, oh, a reflex action.
0: <laughs> like when we were kids, remember you were going in the, into the refrigerator and take a big hit of cold milk? Remember that? Boy, sure. Yeah. Or cold milk and cereal and sugar. and You know, it's it, so funny. It, yeah. Go ahead. It,
1: In hot weather, it could be very nice, but uh, I I knew uh, of one old guy that (laughs) was in good health sat down to eat a bowl of ice cream and uh, after just a few bites dropped dead his heart.
0: No kidding. Why doesn't the heart like real cold stuff? Uh,
1: uh, Partly uh, it's a stress reaction, but the stomach has uh, nervous connections to the heart mm. that uh, send out signals of uh, inflammation and uh, cause vascular constriction and rhythm changes.
0: I see. If I wake up in the middle of the night, sometimes I will I want to read for a while and have a little glass of goat milk and I'll just warm it to like maybe 105 or 110 and boy, a little sugar in there, boy, that'll put you back... 99 really quick. <laughs> yeah, right. How, how is it possible that, that sugar, you know, uh, that we've been told forever it will, you know, make the kids hyperactive and can actually settle one down? That just seems uh, counterintuitive, oh, oh. you know?
1: Uh, uh, yeah, it lowers adrenaline huh. and cortisol. Wow. Uh, uh, it, um, it increases your metabolic rate, but the higher metabolic rate uh, uh allows your uh, nerves and muscles to relax. It takes energy to relax. Uh, and that's what uh, warm sugar and milk uh,
0: are good at. And that's funny? So the higher metabolic, so that's tied into the thyroid, right? The, which is the, what the thyroid does. It keeps the metabolism happy? Uh,
1: uh, yeah. The, the uh, calcium and, and sugar combined hmm. uh, activate the oxidative metabolism and turn off the uh, various stress kinds of metabolism.
0: It's amazing, isn't it, that sugar could actually settle you down? I mean, whoa.
1: Uh, uh, Yeah, (laughs) hospitals uh, pretty commonly use a little bit of sugar when they want to uh, 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 do something like a a, a skin prick, a blood test or something on a baby so they don't notice the, the pain.
0: Really? They know that. Uh-huh. <laughs> interesting. When folks go to the hospital, what do they What are they normally just kind of, the first thing they do is they put them up to a little drip. I don't want to get off on this subject too much, but wh- what are they putting in there? What is? Just, you know what uh, I mean? Um, a bag when they they'd hook people up right away?
1: Uh, oh, uh, uh, yeah, uh, glucose, uh, uh. I- isotonic glucose solution is, is a very common... Sugar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but they, they don't use it enough, uh, and they uh, tend to uh, keep it down in concentration, like 5% uh, sugar is the uh, standard concentration. But uh, if you use a- a- about three or four times that much, uh, uh, the concentration... Uh, whether it's salt or or sugar, the concentration itself helps to restore your own uh, energy production because when you're you're starved of energy, your cells take up too much water, uh, and if you put in a a slightly hyperosmotic solution into your blood, whether it's uh, glucose or or salt, uh-huh. uh, that draws the excess water out of your cells and help, helps with resuscitation.
0: That's very, very cool. Dr. Ray Pete is here. We have lots of emails, but if you want to jump in, we'll see how many we can get to. Uh, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. com before we go to the emails, I just want to bring up the carbon dioxide. so I did a little I've been doing a little research and you can get a uh, 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 I think you you mentioned like a 10 kilo tank, right ten kilo tank, and you can get an aluminum one so it's not so heavy, not too expensive. and then yeah, get it filled up and then, there's a place that somebody sent me a, a link, Dr. Pete, where I think it was used for ozone where you can just put yourself in a bag, uh, right?
1: <laughs> uh, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, all, uh, all the uh, way up to your neck.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't have the uh, location for getting them. Occasionally, people tell me that they got some uh, full-length, uh, very tough plastic bags that are just
0: perfect. Ah, uh, yeah. And then... When you get the tank, uh, does it come with a little doohickey on there that you can just open it up and it'll just go right into a bag? Uh, uh, it'll do uh, that?
1: Yeah, the hmm. tank usually comes just with a uh, like a, an outdoor uh, water faucet handle, uh-huh. uh, and you turn that and it blasts out. Uh, a, a lot of people want to sell a 100 or or $150 regulator, but uh, if you're just filling a bag... Uh, speed is—it's fine. You can blow up a, a big bag in five or ten seconds because it comes out so fast.
0: Oh, uh, I see. You, so, so you're gonna—you're gonna be filling the bag up first and then jumping into it.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, you keep the the neck of the bag
0: mm-hmm. close uh, uh,
1: high because it's heavier than atmosphere and it hmm. uh, doesn't fall out if you uh, keep the opening uh, upward uh, and then. You can uh, climb into it carefully,
0: and uh, tell folks who are just new to this idea of carbon dioxide what kind of benefits one might have when they they kind of hang out in a bag for an hour or so. A,
1: a, a book published in 1905 uh, describes sitting in a a tub of CO two for an hour, uh, like like spending a day at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> refreshing and restorative uh, and uh, if you just put it on uh, one arm for example a, a small bag of pure co2 mm-hmm. in about uh, 15 or 30 minutes you can see that uh, arm is pinker than the other one wow and it will usually uh, stay noticeably pink for a few hours after that because the uh, the co2 saturates uh the cells and fat and connective tissues, everything it uh, uh, just becomes uh, uh, slightly uh, more acidic uh, but uh, uh, the the amount is enough to keep the the blood circulating more freely uh, and it binds to hemoglobin uh, uh, releasing the oxygen uh, in the tissue uh, and that uh, also opens up the blood vessels,
0: so it's a real nice circulation uh, thing. The the CO two, uh, right? Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it,
1: the, when you look at what's ha- happening in the heart, uh, the heart will uh, pump more with every beat because the blood vessels in the extremities are relaxed, and so the blood flows very easily, and so the the heart can pump. A, a lot with each stroke.
0: Say that again now. So I kind of lost uh, you.
1: It, well, normally hmm. uh, the uh, f- small arteries uh, out, out in your extremities yes, sir. Uh, are offering resistance uh, and that keeps your blood pressure up. Uh, but when they're r- relaxed, uh, your blood pressure comes down uh, and so your heart uh, pumps uh, more blood faster uh, through those open arteries.
0: Just because they're relaxed. Uh, Yeah. They're relaxed, yeah, yeah. Speaking of the heart, is is this true, many people argue, not a lot, but some people argue, like Cowan and others, that even when the big arteries kind of get gooped up with something, calcium or whatever, um, that the the body puts out these kind of ancillary um, pathways to keep the, the Mr. Heart happy. Think
1: that's uh, true? Yeah, and the acid nature of the CO2 uh, molecule uh, helps to keep uh, the, the soft tissues from uh, crystallizing calcium, brings them back into solution. But in the bone, uh, the, the uh, uh, c- carbon dioxide plus dissolved calcium uh, actually... Uh, increases the crystallization into the bone uh, and people who've li- lived in a submarine uh, with a w- well above normal CO2 for months at a time uh, they find that their bones are, are getting denser and denser with wow. time uh, up, to, up to a year or more the, the bones keep adding calcium and carbon dioxide
0: So it's actually putting uh, the calcium where it wants to be rather than in the artery.
1: Uh, uh, Yeah, Uh, and the opposite of that, when you block the formation of uh, CO2, you get the formation of lactic acid instead, and in your bone, those have exactly opposite effects. Uh, The the, uh, parathyroid hormone makes local uh, uh, lactic acid in the bone that dissolves your bones, uh, and the, the CO2 has just exactly the opposite effect and a, a drug called acetazolamide that raises the carbon dioxide in your body, it, it has a, a side effect of increasing bone density.
0: So could that be tied in at all to remember when the these people were running 25 miles and a couple of them fell over from the hard stuff, um, where maybe they were over-breathing possibly and getting rid Uh-oh. of
1: Yeah, Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, a surprising proportion of the population is over-breathing even at rest Uh, to the extent that you're hypothyroid. Instead of making carbon dioxide, uh, you'll make an excess of lactic acid. Uh, And uh, that's a sign of over-breathing. So uh, when too much exercise raises your CO2, it, it means you should have been a- exercising more slowly.
0: Uh-huh. So that's the tie-in yeah. where uh, Cowan uh, talks about with the lactic acid in this stro... stro- how do you say that thing? Wabanine, or whatever that is, right? And it's uh, supposed to give the wabanine, and uh, Cowan argues that he talks about this wabanine or that that gets rid of the lactic acid for the heart
1: Uh, uh, well your liver uh, Mm -hmm. is what brings it down to normal after over exercising or being hypothyroid Uh, uh, if you're at rest Hmm. uh, the liver will uh, take uh, lactic acid out of the blood and uh, combine it uh, to make glucose again but that takes extra energy so Uh, you need uh, some good thyroid function for your liver to have the energy to turn lactic acid back into glucose Uh, and so a low thyroid person very easily gets into a a low CO2 high uh, lactic acid uh, condition even without uh, uh, noticeably uh, breathing hard or exercising and those are the people who if they uh, take take an airplane uh, up to uh, Mexico City, for example. Uh, don't have time to adapt. Uh, they get uh, uh, various kinds of altitude sickness, headache, uh, uh, swelling of the lungs and brain. Uh, and uh, uh, in extreme situations, they uh, they can treat it with uh, breathing a little bit of concentrated CO two.
0: Hmm. Fascinating. Dr. Ray Pete is with us, Patrick Timpone, oneradionetwork.com. I got a little thyroid story. I don't want to talk about me all this show, but um, you know, I was doing a little bit of the piggy thyroid that I got somewhere in from Thailand, you know, and I and I start doing that and and, and uh, got my TSH from, I don't know, it was like three or four to point five, you know, like you said was the best. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I didn't feel a whole lot different, but, uh, you know, the little 0.5 thing made me feel good. So um, uh, I guess about, I don't know, two months ago or so, I, I dropped the whole thing on the floor, and these little these little pretty thyroids were all over the floor, right? And, and I figured the only way I could get them up would be a dustpan, and then they'd be all dirty, so I just gave it up. And I said, well, let me see. And you know what, Dr. Pete, to this day, it's only been two months, but my temperature is just like, boom, you know, 98.2 or 3 or 4, first thing in the morning, I feel fine. So maybe those little piggies just kicked up my thyroid and I'm good. I don't know.
1: Uh, I, yeah, uh, over the years I've known several people hmm. who did that. Uh, when, once you get it up, it's the same with progesterone. Ah. Uh, bo- both thyroid and progesterone support each other. Uh, uh, and so if everything else is good about your uh, your the way you live mm-hmm. what you eat uh, just a, a few doses of uh, progesterone or thyroid can remedy the situation and you don't need the supplement
0: interesting yeah I take a little bit of that the one that you recommend that the, the progeste you know three or four times a week you know i take a little a little dab of it so I'm getting a little progesterone so the body just kind of figured it out so there could there be a lot of people on thyroid um not knowing that they could maybe stop taking it a bit if they played with it.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, you, you don't want to uh, stop taking it if your temperature falls and you start feeling bad again.
0: Right, right. I mean, that, exactly. Would it? Um, how long would it take for the temperature to fall uh, if you're going to we- want to wean off of it, Dr. Pete, to know if... Um, you're on the wrong track here, and it's not time uh, to get up.
1: The, the active hormone has a very short uh, stay in the body, about 12 hours for oh. T3. Yeah. But the T4, the thyroxine, has about a two-week uh, residency in mm-hmm. the body. Uh, so uh, after two weeks, you still have ha- half of the amount of, of uh, thyroxine that uh, uh, hadn't been there previously.
0: Mm-hmm, hmm So, yeah, so you'd be able to tell fairly soon if it's uh, not not time to do that. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, about a week you you yeah. feel yourself cooling off.
0: But even if folks that stay on it, it's not a bad thing, is it? I mean, this little uh, uh, its not no. going to hurt you, right? Uh,
1: uh, if you completely suppress your thyroid function, I I did that once using (laughs) uh, a a Cytomel T3. Yeah. Uh, And I I looked in the mirror one morning, and I had two grooves about the size of my index finger, one on each side of my uh, voice box. Really? And I I realized my thyroid had shrunken down to almost nothing. Uh, And so I stopped taking the T3, uh, and in 24 hours... My neck was level and smooth again.
0: Well, uh, the, the,
1: the gland is extremely uh, flexible and and
0: quick to recover. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah. Wow. Interesting. Okay, let's do a little break, and then we're gonna come back, and then we'll we'll dig into these uh, emails. We have lots of them. We're getting back on track here after a long time of uh, you know a couple weeks. Oh, uh, man. Seem like forever. I have to retrain myself, but the equipment thing is kind of balancing out and feeling a little more comfortable here after a few days of whoop-de-loops. So, uh, thanks for your ongoing support. We had a lot of emails uh, during the time say "What's wrong? Where are you? Are you okay?" And so we appreciate that. Uh, if you have uh, heard us talk about these, uh, the hydrogen machine that we uh, promote, I think it's a it's an you know I you know. I can't really speak highly. It's just, I really enjoy it. I do it a lot, uh, you know, and I'm feeling good and looking good and everything's happy. Except a little red blotch on my forearm. If that's the worst thing I got going on, man, I'm in good shape. But anyway, so... Uh, uh, but check it out. If you uh, There's so much information on molecular hydrogen. If you'd like to learn more about it, just go on our website, oneradionetwork.com and... Um, you can um, mm, uh, just Google, or not Google, but on our search function, put in there uh, George Wiseman. And uh, you know, watch some of his videos on BitChute, or just listen to them, and George will really fill you in on why you might want to experiment with this. And it's a lifetime warranty, and a one year, no questions asked, money back warranty. So hey, I mean, what's not to like about that if you don't like it after Ten months, my goodness! And just send it back, and I'll give you your money back. And uh, 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 it's it's a Browns gas, so it has this expanded water, he calls the EXW. Uh, Gerald Powell talks about. So we drink the water. I've been doing a couple quarts a day of the hydrogen water, and um, you know, I didn't do it for a long time because I felt well, I'm breathing the gas. But I, after talking to George last time, I get in, I got into, um, started to. Uh, 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 breathe, uh, drink the water, and I, I can really feel a, a little difference there. So I think it's valuable to do it. it takes 10 minutes to, uh, to, to juice up the water, and then you rock and roll, and then breathe the gas as much as you can, the Browns gas, and there's a 20% off now. George and I worked out a deal. We wanted to get more people, not like George needs a business. I mean, he's about a month behind in just getting these things out, so when you order one, uh, he can't get out right away, but you know, I don't think the backlog is gonna, gonna, uh, 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 you know, heal up anytime soon because a lot of people, they talk about it and they tell their friends, And man, try it. So I think you'll enjoy it. It's a uh, you know, it's no risk thing, so try it, uh, 20% off, 20% off, on, uh, use promo code one radio and a lifetime warranty on the hydrogen machine. Go to molecularhydrogeninstitute.org You'll see all kinds of peer reviewed studies, and I don't know if that even means anything these days, but we'll check it out. And uh, they're doing a lot of work with uh, a molecular hydrogen, not even Brown's gas, but molecular hydrogen, which is not quite as powerful uh, in China and uh, all kinds of uh, Singapore, uh, Vietnam, um, uh, and Japan. A lot of work being done with the Folks helping folks to recover from strokes. So there's a powerful technology that uh, is at your disposal. Go on our website, try it if you'd like. Uh, promo code one radio, 20% off, one, run, one radio. I can say it, OneRadioNetwork.com. Previously with Dr. Ross Stewart, who just kind of came up with this, telling about how he works with people and their neurotransmitters. How do we produce sufficient
1: amounts of glutathione in the liver, which of course is a big filter, all the
0: blood, pulling half-spent hormones, waste, dead cells, and other toxins out out of the blood, the higher the level of
1: glutathione, the longer a person's going to live, and the better their blood is. And I'm glad you're doing a sulfur product. Once you start getting any of these kinds of symptoms, all the way from autism, all the way through Parkinson's, you
2: can't get enough sulfur from eating broccoli and kale and cauliflower and garlic and onions. You can't get enough. You need to supplement it.
0: Well, the information just keeps on coming with sulfur. The sulfur that we promote is 99.97% pure. No additives, no excipients. Just click an order on the front page of oneradionetwork.com. And if you'd like to get more than four pounds, a lot of people do, just um, email me, Patrick, at oneradionetwork.com and we'll hook you up uh, for that I did, you know, it was really interesting. I, I've been experimenting with it. I do about a tablespoon twice a day, and last night I uh, I did about oh two teaspoons just in my mouth, and then I flushed it down with some water right before bed, because uh, um, and I had some pretty wild dreams. Now I don't, I don't, you know, I, I know, I believe that that, that dreams are a um, a uh, spiritual experience and they're not mental or, uh, you know, they they definitely are. We as soul, we go into another reality but I I know it helps the recall so people say, well, I've had these wild dreams but again, I I just think that we we have these dream experiences all the time and for some reason, somehow, the sulfur helps, uh, uh, you know, helps you remember them. I don't know how that works but it does and so I I was really having a good time last night I was, all over the place. So check it out. The sulfur—it's—it's it's really, really a good product. Uh, we have this on sale, and then uh, we'll be right back with Dr. Pete, and we'll dig in to um, your your phone calls. This is a colostrum. It's on sale right now.
2: Here is a little primer on colostrum. Colostrum is this amazing food, and of course we have it in a powdered form. So it comes kind of like a dried milk, although technically colostrum is not really a dairy product. It is the sort of first food for mammals. It's made where dairy products are made in the body or comes from that same place, but it's not really a milk, even though it comes from udders. And, of course, all mammals produce colostrum, and they produce that colostrum to feed their young mammals. Really love the idea that if we're going to have cows and we're going to milk them, that that colostrum becomes the most medicinal part of that whole system. So colostrum in human bodies it does a lot of different things, But its primary stuff is it keeps the immune system in shape. So when we're using colostrum, it keeps our immune system kind of like going to the gym almost, like keeps it fit so that we can fight off infection. It's one of the things it does really helps us do really well. That's a natural, normal thing for us, but we're living in a world that really breaks our immune system down. So we need immuno allies. Probably nothing in the world supports our ability to stay antiviral the way colostrum does.
0: That's a lovely product. We've been taking it for years. Not that that means anything to you, but we have and love it. You can click and order colostrum and you can order the one or two kilo containers. Get on the auto ship for the best price. And Survival link. Right here, one radio network And the biggest sale of the year, ladies and gentlemen, the jury. Use promo code RESTORE. That's R E S T O R E for those of you in Petaluma. R E S T O R E twenty percent off on all Calostim. And now we have the, the regular, which is just which we've had for years. And now they have vanilla, chocolate, which I had yesterday it was yum. Cacao in there, a little bit, just a little bit stevia strawberry, So, four different flavors. Colostrum on sale right now. I think for another week or so. I'll, I'll have to check into that. Colostrum on sale. Use promo code RESTORE. And this is March uh, the 23rd when you're hearing this one. So, uh, if you want to get it, go after it right now on oneradionetwork.com. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, once a month we have a, uh, the honor of talking with Dr. Ray Pete, uh, a PhD, and uh, his, uh, it's Ray it, it, it's, it's com, right? I haven't looked for a while. Is mm-hmm. it com? Uh, Ray Pete's newsletter at gmail.com if you'd like to sign up for that, baby. And that's uh, every few months you're doing that now, Dr. Pete, right?
1: Uh, four times a year.
0: Four times a year. Oh. Uh,
1: uh, uh, yeah. You're not going to retire every quarter. You're not going to retire
0: on this, are you, anytime soon?
1: Uh, no, no plans. <laughs> That's
0: good. We don't want to lose you. Okay, let's go to some emails. You ready? Oh, we okay. have lots. Okay, here's a 67 year old male human who's been diagnosed with chronic lympho l y m p o c. Y T I C TIC leukemia? He has a low blood clout, low blood cortisol, excuse me, and low energy. What areas can I focus on to slow down the steadily increasing lymphocytes? My white blood cell count was about 15.5 last year, this year 18.5. Eternally grateful from James, okay.
1: It's probably a good idea to have a blood test measuring uh, both lactic acid and carbon dioxide mm. uh, because uh, adequate carbon dioxide slows cell division uh, and reduces inflammation uh, and th- there's usually some sort of uh, inflammation like an antigen uh, uh, involved in uh, uh, all of the leukemia, lymphoma uh, type uh, problems uh, and so uh uh, they're finding that for both lymphoma and leukemia, uh, uh, both aspirin and acetazolamide or, or something to increase your uh, body's CO2 content hmm. uh, uh, will uh, uh, slow the growth. Hmm.
0: Now, you've, as long as I've known you, you've not ever been uh, adverse to aspirin, right? It's a pretty safe uh, kind of a thing?
1: Uh, 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 yeah, it's been... I guess 40 years since I I first uh, dared to uh, a a woman who was desperate with inflammatory breast cancer, uh, uh, extremely painful, uh, and doctors wouldn't touch it. uh, uh, It occurred to me that uh, uh, she would be an obvious one to uh, uh, emphasize the pain controlling effect And as a side effect, uh, reduce the inflammation and growth of the cancer. So uh, I suggested Hmm. she take uh, aspirin until the pain subsides. And uh, just two or three days, uh, she said it was uh, uh, the redness and swelling and pain had all subsided, so that uh, she could then uh, uh, wear a and and Uh, talk to doctors about what to do. My goodness. Uh, It it, it can make a a very quick, a very profound difference.
0: So aspirin is uh, anti-inflammatory, mainly? Mm Mm-hmm. Mainly anti-inflammatory. Why does it uh, lower, if the body's heating up to, in theory, get rid of whatever, right, with the flu or something, that's that's the mechanism, right? Uh, Why would the aspirin lower that Mechanism Isn't that? Uh, uh,
1: um, it, it doesn't always. Uh, oh, it doesn't? Uh, the, the basic effect, uh, if you're not suffering from an infection or, or something, but, mm-hmm. uh, uh, if, if you just uh, t- take an aspirin and check your temperature, uh, very typically your, your temperature and pulse rate will rise uh, uh, with the aspirin because mm-hmm. it's activating... Uh, the respiratory system, the same way thyroid does, uh, and it uh, even activates uh, the thyroid action on cells.
0: So there, there, there's no downside to popping some good old bare aspirin every now and then just for...
1: Uh, uh, yeah, it's always best to take it with food uh-huh. uh, because uh, uh, any concentrated crystalline substance, uh, whether it's uh, vitamins or... Mm. Salt or sugar sure. that can injure your stomach membranes, uh, so it's very important to have food or, or milk with it.
0: Yeah, is, is the uh, uh, initial component of aspirin uh, uh, white willow bark to this day? I mean, is that where they get it?
1: Uh, oh, uh, yeah, you, you can uh, hmm. buy it uh, not too expensively on on the internet uh, if you. Uh, Enter bulk aspirin. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the advertisements coming up will be uh, uh, white willow bark.
0: Really, I mean, it's the same thing, really. Uh,
1: well, uh, the really. bark has lots of other stuff, so it's a, yeah. a low, low dose of aspirin. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, you can get a, a pound of aspirin for something in the range of twelve to twenty dollars a pound. Hmm.
0: So it was the good old bear stuff you get it, uh whatever, Whatever is that pretty pure?
1: Uh, pretty good, except they put additives in it.
0: They put uh, additives, uh, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, the, the bear uh, I, I've had good luck with, but uh, some aspirin tablets have junk like talc.
0: Yeah, and and they sometimes they coat them up, and God knows what they do with them, right? They put coatings. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> wax and wax on.
0: knows. <laughs> What about uh, I, I uh, people? I know people that go to cardiologists uh, uh, that the cardiologists recommend they do these little baby aspirins. Does that is that uh, recommended for people? I I, I
1: I really think a lot of the stories about uh, aspirin, like Rice syndrome, don't give uh, aspirin to babies with a fever right. uh, that started. I I, I think. Uh, uh, around nineteen seventies, uh, mid mid or late nineteen seventies, and uh, Tylenol uh, was having a <clears throat> a big sales campaign, hmm. and simultaneously, without a lot of stories about people dying from bleeding or rise syndrome uh, from taking aspirin, came out. But uh, later, uh, uh, several studies. Questioned whether there ever was such a thing as rise syndrome, Uh, and uh, one study in Australia found that people who took uh, Tylenol uh, uh, had a higher uh, incidence of so-called rise syndrome than those who took aspirin. Uh, So I I think uh, a huge part of the myth about aspirin came because of Uh Tylenol advertising yeah. now now they're giving even premature babies uh, they'll treat them with tylenol uh, and despite knowing that tylenol uh, causes kidney uh, uh, failure uh, uh, is associated with uh, 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 during pregnancy or premature maturity it, it is strongly associated with causing uh, autism uh, uh, and uh, uh, liver failure. Uh, it's very poisonous stuff, and it happens that aspirin is an antidote to the toxicity to tylen- of you know,
0: Tylenol. <laughs> really, <laughs> Boy, they sell a lot of Tylenol, don't they, Dr. Pete out there? Whew, it's big, isn't it? Huge, big brand, yeah. Here's an email from Phil. He's in London with Queen Mom. He recommended he recommend a lot of calcium But does too much calcium affect the absorption of other minerals like magnesium?
1: Uh, uh, Milk has about a 10 to 1 ratio, I think it is, of uh, calcium to magnesium. uh, But still, uh, uh, the body can sort it out and get all the magnesium you need from milk.
0: Mm -hmm. From milk. And you're okay with um, uh, pasteurized milk?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I generally uh, use that kind.
0: Do you? Uh, would you please ask Dr. Pete what causes dry macular degeneration, and if I if it can be halted or reversed? Thanks, from Karen. Karen.
1: Uh, uh, there, uh, uh, good nutrition is the basic thing, uh, but uh, stopping uh, leaky blood vessels and. Uh, deteriorating capillaries uh, uh, is uh, uh, what you have to do Uh, and aspirin uh, is generally protective Uh, uh, I I think there are uh, other things, uh, other drugs uh, that uh, improve the metabolism of of the retina Uh, uh, for example uh, agmatine is a a very harmless chemical that uh, derives from arginine uh, that uh, lowers the production of nitric oxide when there's an inflammation or or degeneration. Uh, 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 So there are lots of ways to uh, protect the the retinal metabolism.
0: Mm -hmm. Back to the leaky blood vessels again. What would be uh, um, positive foods to eat to support the blood vessels. Beets, right? Beets is one?
1: Well? Uh, B vitamins. B vitamins? Are, uh, yeah, uh, 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 generally a generally balanced, uh, rich diet. Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh huh.
1: If you cut down on your fat intake, that means you're going to eat more of the other foods, uh, and fat uh, doesn't contain B vitamins. So a low fat diet is pretty similar to a, a high B vitamin diet.
0: Low fat, oh, I see. Okay, I see how that balances out. Uh, here is from John. I'm taking methylene blue. Is it okay to take with stromulus two milligrams tablet? What's methylene blue, Dr. B?
1: Oh, oh it, it, it's been around for about 150 <laughs> really? years. Really? What I, is uh, it? Uh, The the diet industry uh, found that it was uh, uh, somewhat uh, germicidal. Uh Paul Ehrlich uh, uh, advocated it for uh, uh, killing uh, parasitic diseases. uh, 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 He used doses of, I think, 500 milligrams at a time. Uh, But uh, 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 one of its side effects is uh, if you go into the sunlight... Uh, and uh, your tissues. Sometimes the white of the eye uh, turns blue if you're uh, uh, taking a lot of it. Hmm. Uh, the, the, it sensitizes you to sunlight and can cause red blood cells to break down uh, and uh, sunburn easily, and so on. So uh, uh, I, I don't recommend the high doses. Uh, and uh, it, it's being used for Alzheimer's disease and other degenerative nerve diseases because it, it is an electron a donor and acceptor both, uh, so it can pick up uh, uh, electrons in the electron transport chain and carry them past a, a defect in your enzymes and deliver that electron the other side of the defect. Uh, so it's like a, a short circuit for getting your uh, electron transport and respiration going again. Hmm. And to do that uh, uh, for for example people with uh, depression, uh, they're not making enough mental nervous energy uh, uh, just a a half a milligram uh, uh, is plenty uh, for that electron transport effect. Uh, uh, People sometimes pop right out of a depression with just a, Hmm. a tiny dose of of uh, methylene blue,
0: and what about John in taking it with his stromulus? Is that okay? John wants to know. Did we?
1: Uh, uh, what is the other stuff?
0: Uh, stromulus. S. Oh, I'm sorry. S. I. R. O. L. I. M. U. S. Two milligrams. Cyril. Oh
1: Oh. What was the purpose of taking it?
0: Well, I don't know, but he just wants to know if it was okay to take the methylene with. Uh, He's taking two milligrams of serolimus. I, I,
1: I have never looked at that particular interaction, but uh, 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 serolimus, I, I think, has anti-cancer uh, functions, anti-immunity, uh, 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 can be very protective for uh, 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 for some uh, uh, infections, uh, fungal infections, for example.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Here's one from Alex. Alright, let's see what we have here. It's kind of long. I'm going to paraphrase a bit if you don't mind, Alex. Let's see. You got MMR m- measles, m- is that MMR measles, and mumps, rubella? Yeah, I guess that is. Seven years ago had a reaction. My spine, shoulders, and hips are all crooked. Wow. On my left foot got hammer-toed. The clinic did blood work, diagnosed me with, oh, I'm going to spell it. Oh, it's a n k y l o s i n g spondylitis. wow for a short period i took doses of humor humors to help but wanted to take my health my home, my health in my own hands wanted to know if dr Pete had any theories on what i can do
1: hmm. uh, uh, did they su- suggest any diet changes or, uh, let's see he said
0: yeah he said um i seem to BE Gee, I seem to do pretty well staying away from starches and sugars for about a month every year I get super bad inflammation.
1: Hmm. Uh, 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 concentrating on his digestion. Uh, more fiber, uh-huh. uh, um, more digestible carbohydrates, uh, uh, but uh, not too much at once in case there are bacteria uh, converting them. Uh, but the fiber uh, will help to move uh, the bacteria through and out of the system faster uh, uh, and uh, po- possibly uh, uh, antibody, antibiotics as well as the uh, fiber to help uh, clean out the bad bacteria.
0: So that'll get them moving out of the colon, Dr. Pete, right? Uh, uh,
1: yeah, uh, and uh, making sure your thyroid is good so that your your digestion is active mm-hmm. and quick. Mm-hmm.
0: Here's an email from Beverly. Uh, can Dr. Pete explain why So many people feel better when they're taking this ivermectin if they believe they have COVID, and we know the positive tests are not correct, so we don't even know if they have it. Thanks. Yeah, that's true. Uh,
1: It has many, many known effects, but I I think its essential activity is that it's anti-inflammatory. Uh, a, anti-inflammatory like, uh, yeah like aspirin uh, uh, it can be good for everything
0: mm-hmm. so that's why people feel better maybe
1: I, I think it's the yeah. anti-inflammatory effect
0: mm-hmm. we, we talked to some ladies long ago out of Mexico and they were using ivermectin gosh I guess 10 years ago Dr. Pete with um, uh, the autistic kids uh, claiming that it. it it worked on their parasites.
1: Uh, that, yeah, it's originally a, a parasite killer, uh, but uh, I think any uh, good anti-inflammatory thing is going to help with autism.
0: Yeah, uh-huh, okay. Can Dr. Pete share with us what brands of oysters are available in the United States? He would recommend it being very low in contaminants or toxins is it preferable that they be placed in salt, brine, or in olive oil? Hmm. Uh,
1: uh, Yeah, just for for taste, I like the uh, 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 Crown Crown Prince uh, brand Mm -hmm. of smoked oysters in olive oil. But uh, uh, I don't think you can uh, uh, be be sure of their level of contamination. I think they come from the west uh, of... Uh, Japan and so they, they aren't uh, in the worst of the radioactive pollution. Mm -hmm. But uh, when possible, if you can get South American uh, uh, oysters that uh, are are low in industrial and radiation toxins, uh, that's preferable. Mm.
0: And Uh, it's okay then if they're in a can. So obviously they've been cooked, but they still have benefits.
1: Oh, oh, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I, I Besides the smoked things in the can, mm-hmm. uh, uh, we usually, uh, at the uh, fish section of a supermarket, they uh, will have freshly shelled yeah. oysters in a little uh, container. Uh, 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 so you, you can get, uh, I think it's a 10-ounce container uh, that has uh, uh, oh, f- five or five, six or seven or eight oysters in it.
0: Yeah, and and the benefits of oysters are?
1: Uh, Are very rich in all of the uh, sea minerals, Hmm. uh, selenium, copper, uh, iodine, zinc, and so on. Hmm. But they're also high in iron, so uh, if you're worried about excessive iron, uh, it would be better to uh, uh, alternate with things like uh, crab and shrimp.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and you like lobster too, huh?
1: Oh, oh it's it's great. It's uh, the, uh, v- very similar nutritionally to shrimp, though, and, and, and uh, yeah. uh, uh, the, the price of uh, lobster is sometimes
0: expensive. Yeah, we can get some really really fun. I mean, great tasting lobster here, but boy, uh, um, they have gone up in price in the last month. Whoa. You know, everybody's kind of jumping on the whole inflation thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, okay, everybody's raising their prices. (laughs) Uh, Okay, this is from Chris. He's in Canada. Oh, Canada. Could you please ask Dr. Pete what to do if someone has very, very dry skin, and the only things that tend to help very little are all polyunsaturated fats like almonds, sesame, flax, the desired saturated fats like coconut, cacao, shea butter, tallow, lanolin get absorbed but the skin is still dry. Oh, so he's putting all the good stuff on his skin but he's saying that the poofers are the only ones that seem to help. Look, what What's a fellow to do?
1: Uh, um, Correct the thyroid function.
0: Ah, oh, thyroid again,
1: boy. Uh, uh, yeah, thyroid makes you uh, form... The uh, uh, sebum or uh, the the uh, skin oils uh, uh, and uh, uh, sweat at the same time, so it moisturizes and oils your skin. Hmm.
0: And, and once again, your fave is a TSH, and this is pretty much the numbers that you concern yourself with. The TSH at point five or below, correct? If I'm right,
1: uh, uh, around uh, you yeah, uh, know one study. Uh, showed that point 0.4 and below, but point 0.5 is fine.
0: Wow. And you, over the years, you've got to the point where you don't really look too much at all the free T3 and all that other stuff?
1: Uh, uh, no, because there are so many things. <laughs> uh, for example, if you have PUFA circulating in your blood, whether it's N-6 or N-3, both of those block the function of thyroid, so you can have lots of Uh, thyroid hormone in your blood, but it's being blocked in effect uh, by the uh, polyunsaturated fats.
0: Wow. And do all nuts have PUFAs?
1: All all nuts? Well, uh, uh, macadamia are are pretty low in in PUFA, Mm -hmm. uh, more saturated fats. uh, And I I think the, the... Taste quality goes up with the saturated fats.
0: So, what are some other ones that are low poofas other than macadamians? Do we have other choices?
1: Uh, uh, I, I think cashews, cashews are fairly low in mm-hmm. in poofa.
0: Mm-hmm. What about um, pistachios? What, any? Of you? Uh,
1: uh, they're from a moderate climate, uh, and so I think they're fairly high in
0: poofa. Pufa, yeah. Man. and and then the oils that would be all the usual suspect, right? Olive and not olive, but more uh, mm, corn and and all the oils and soy and all that stuff,
1: right? Uh, uh, those are the things that block thyroid.
0: Block block thyroid. Uh, Man, I wonder how much corn oil they sold over the last fifty years. My goodness.
1: Huh. Uh, oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: Wesson oil, uh, right?
1: Ooh. Yeah, yeah cottonseed oil cotton seed was oil. the first one to be promoted because it was a waste product, oh. very, very cheap. And in the 1950s, they started selling it as a health food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they claimed that it would uh, prevent heart disease the more you <laughs> ate, uh, prevent cancer, sure. uh, and even would make you slim. But it turns out to cause cancer to cause heart disease and obesity. You
0: know, it's funny, Dr. Pete, I grew up in the 50s and uh, I I remember my mom saying "Uh, don't you I don't use that Western oil, it's not good for you. I wonder how she knew that. I wonder how she knew, well, she's Italian, maybe just all the olive oil, right? I don't know. She knew it. Probably, yeah. 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 She said, don't you use that. No, that's bad stuff. (laughs) It's great. And then Go ahead.
1: It, it's a waste product, essentially, from wow. the cotton industry.
0: Yeah. Which is what canola, uh, too, right? I mean, that's one of the number one, even in health food stores, pufa. Right, canola? canola? Uh, I, uh,
1: yeah, it, it varies in its pufa content, but uh, Hans Selye did studies uh, with it showing that it wasn't the uh, uh, erucic acid that. Uh, uh, canola was designed to be low in erucic acid uh, but Hans Selye showed that it's the linoleic related PUFA uh, that make uh, a canola harmful to your heart uh, he showed that a high canola diet caused uh, when he would slice up the hearts uh, of experimental animals the, the heart was full of little dead areas but if he gave them uh, cocoa butter, a uh, uh, highly uh, saturated, curic acid-rich fat, that would block the effect of the PUFA and uh, protect their heart from canola oil.
0: Really? So uh, it would might be good for all of us to have a little of cocoa, cocoa, cocoa butter? Uh, uh,
1: a little chocolate, yeah, if it's pure uh, uh, actual chocolate, but... Uh, uh, a bulk quantity of, of chocolate on the market is. Pretty bad, yeah. uh, okay. ma- Made with uh, uh, an oil that uh, is also used to uh, uh, in oil well drilling as a lubricant. Oh, good.
0: <laughs> oh, great. But you can also uh, get uh, bars of, uh, hunks of organic cocoa butter, too, right? And you can melt that and put it in a smoothie, you think?
1: Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, you want to. Uh, check. Sometimes Make a sure person can be allergic to uh, something in it. It uh, depends on exactly how it's made. But yeah. Always good to check for allergies. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Here's one from Robert Is it possible to reduce a large prostate? If it's possible, how can I? If I need to take antibiotics, which are the safest for digestive problems? Okay, we've got two questions here. large prostate, and uh, if it's possible to shrink it up, do you know a way?
1: Uh, uh, yeah, uh, pregnenolone is helpful uh, by lowering uh, uh, general stress and inflammation, but uh, aspirin and thyroid, <laughs> getting your thyroid Happy. function up uh, and using aspirin, uh, both of those uh, reduce ordinary inflammation of the prostate.
0: So that's what it is. And uh, how are you, any any relative... Um, um, good stuff by looking at the PSA this very popular test they give to guys the
1: PSA uh, uh, yeah better not to look at it even <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> around, 19, at it. <laughs> around 1990 when that came out uh, as a, a test of indicating prostate cancer huh. suddenly the death rate from prostate cancer went up
0: Whoa.
1: I, I think it was 50% Really? Uh, in a year or two because they were giving more treatments just on the basis of PSA, uh, no evidence of cancer, but uh, the, the more treatment they gave, uh, the, the more uh, people died uh, uh, from the treatment uh, uh, associated with having diagnosed
0: cancer. My goodness. And then he, Robert wanted to know if he had to take antibiotics, are they are there the safest for... Uh, digestive and not killing all the good stuff?
1: Uh, uh, yeah, you can uh, take the dose that stops the symptoms without uh, totally sterilizing your intestine and uh, risking the development of uh, dangerous, toxic uh, bacteria like uh, uh, the deficiency, the, the the, the, uh, what is it, uh, the difficile or something like that
0: yeah yeah the the the, the, that microbe difficile yeah that one yeah Yeah. wow so so you're suggesting that you could take if you wanted to take one you could do it for until the symptoms go away and then quit just quit Uh,
1: uh, yeah i I think that's safest because i i have talked to just hundreds of people who Mm. got chronic uh, bowel problems from uh, following through on the uh, idea that you have to take all of your prescription every day for the full yeah. uh, uh, n- number of days it was prescribed, and uh, uh, that's very often enough to totally disrupt your natural bacteria.
0: And did that take a while to build back?
1: Uh, sometimes it never comes back.
0: Sometimes never comes back? Whoa. Really? Never? Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, with, with great effort fixing your hormones uh, and your food uh, mm. and uh, uh, su- supplementing the bacteria sometimes by enema yeah. uh, because uh, that gets past your stomach uh, digestive enzymes that c- kill most of them
0: uh, so what would you put in your enema? What, uh, miss
1: uh, the, the right kind of bacteria that kind of bacteria huh. mm-hmm.
0: interesting really um, have you ever heard of a bacteria called L. rotari? Uh, uh, a microbe?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've I've been, never. We've been never making
0: some yogurt with it. Uh, we had a guest on it and recommended it. And You get it, it's out of Sweden. And and it seems to be, my body seems to like it. I don't know what it's doing, but, you know, I, I'm playing with it.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, years ago I got uh, some uh, antibiotic bacteria. Hmm. It was a combination of uh, uh Bacillus subtilis mm-hmm. and I think Lycaniformis was the other uh uh, uh, uh species uh, and those are producers of of antibiotics huh. uh, and I I found that you could make yogurt with those uh, uh, very bland uh, tasting uh more like uh, uh, uh what was a, they used to make a, a pudding by adding rennet to it It doesn't sour the milk, but it uh, makes a sweet uh, jelly out of the milk.
0: Hmm. Here's kind of a complicated one. I'm going to get through it, though. Um, Try to keep your email short if you can. This is Thomas in Sweden. He used to take about 5 to 10 milligrams of progesterone on his neck um, and a similar dose of DHEA orally to mitigate mitigate his headaches. After seven months, he had to stop since he gained 15 kilo, well, of pure fat, not water. And since stopping, I've continued to gain another three kilo the last two months. Of course, I can't be sure if the progesterone, but before this, nothing, including desiccated thyroid, could ever even move my weight upwards. So what the heck happened here? Can Dr. Pete give us some idea what could have happened?
1: Did he say he was using the progesterone on his neck?
0: Cream on his neck, correct. Uh,
1: oh, oh, yeah. He, he was essentially absorbing none.
0: Oh, uh, really? When uh, you put on your neck you don't absorb any? Or,
1: or, or on your skin. Uh, the creams are, 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 are with, with the greatest uh, attention and rubbing in you might uh, absorb as much as 10% of what you put on, but usually it's less than that. Really? Uh, and so putting on only 5 or 10 milligrams your body won't even know uh, that it has ha- had a boost of progesterone.
0: So these progesterone creams and all this stuff that they sell they just don't work in your opinion. They just don't. Uh,
1: well, if you put on a 1000 milligrams <laughs> in your skin,
0: yeah,
1: uh, you definitely will feel will feel it.
0: And all you need a dab of that really inexpensive progestees and you're there, right?
1: Uh, uh yeah, uh, if you uh, put put it uh, uh, on your lips or tongue or take it with food. It's essentially 100% uh, absorbed because it mixes with <coughs> uh, the fats in your food uh, and is absorbed, bypassing the liver, uh, circulating in, in the chylomicron fractions.
0: Wow. Here is, <laughs> here is Vince. He said, we live in a goiter belt. Do you recommend that we take iodine? If so, how many milligrams per day? Uh, thanks for the show.
1: A, a little bit of iodized salt uh, is okay if you're sure, uh, if you're eating a lot of local foods, for example. But if you get seafoods or, or imported foods, uh, you're likely not to be uh, iodine deficient. Uh, and uh, uh, of several dozen studies have Uh, the uh, association between iodized salt or uh, any uh, iodine supplement and uh, uh, nodules or cancer of the thyroid, Uh, there's a very strong relationship uh, between getting a little too much uh, Mm. iodine, uh, uh, for example, uh, even half a milligram a day of supplement, uh, continued for a long time is associated with uh, increased uh, degeneration nodules and cancer wow. uh, of the thyroid
0: so uh the 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 Morton's pickling and canning salt does that have a little iodine in there
1: uh, none at all
0: none at all, but it doesn't matter, right?
1: Uh, not if you eat uh, seafood okay uh, about once a week That's uh, it? and uh, the, the average American uh, gets food. Uh, produced in many different kinds of soil. Uh, So, very few people, uh, farmers, uh, self-sufficient farmers in the greater belts are the only ones who might be at risk. But if they buy fertilizer uh, made elsewhere, uh, then uh, sometimes that will provide iodine. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Patrick Timpone, Dr. Ray Pete is with us on generally the third Monday, but we had a technical thing, so... He was kind enough to uh, come on on this Wednesday, uh, the 23rd of March, as we're live here, on Radio Network.com. Uh Rachel writes in, Dr. Pete has always recommended a small amount of T4 at bedtime to hold the TSH down during the night. I'm currently on Lavoxerine and some T3. Could you please ask Dr. Pete if the Lavoxerine, Thriarine, needs to be taken on an empty stomach and away from food.
1: That's what pharmacists and doctors almost always recommend. Uh, Take it in the morning before breakfast on an empty stomach. Uh, But uh, that's unphysiological. The body doesn't Mm. dump your day's thyroid (laughs) in in (laughs) your bloodstream all in one dose in the morning. It, It trickles it out. During the day, uh, and uh, the closer you can come to that, uh, uh, a little bit with each meal, uh, gives you closer to the uh, uh, the way the body uses thyroid.
0: So, was she incorrect? She assumed you recommend taking T four at bedtime.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, if if someone is is having a, a stressful night, for okay. example. Uh, The the stress hormones rise uh, during the night if you're uh, deficient in some nutrients, including carbohydrates. Uh, uh, And TSH goes up during the night along with uh, several other stress hormones uh, that disturb your sleep and Mm -hmm. uh, uh, keep you tired.
0: Can you actually get a product where you're just getting T4 if you wanted to take a little at night?
1: Uh, uh, Yeah, almost... (laughs) All prescribed thyroid in the U.S. is only T4. Oh. Uh, and, and for women, uh, women have a very poor average response to T4. Why is that, I wonder? Uh, uh, because estrogen inhibits the conversion of T4 to the active hormone. Uh, and so doctors, uh, 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 they think that when you increase the T4 too much, that you're getting hyperthyroidism, but uh, uh, if you're not converting it properly, as as about half of all women do, wow. uh, uh, then uh, too much T4 starts turning under the influence of stress hormones uh, into reverse T3 rather than active T3. So it, it lowers your uh, metabolic rate and other thyroid functions to take too much T4.
0: So when, when folks go to the doc and they 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 get a prescription for thyroid, whatever the most natural one, I guess, whatever it is, it's just T4. That's it?
1: Uh, uh, yeah, and that's not at all natural. That's a, a synthetic, mm-hmm. uh, which in, in a healthy young man, it works just like thyroid hormone because their livers can activate it. But the reason women have uh, about 10 times the incidence of thyroid disease as men uh, is that estrogen limits the ability to convert thyroxine to real hormone. Uh, uh, And so it's a a really very irrational, unscientific uh, uh, thing to prescribe uh, uh, thyroxine for women.
0: So then ladies with the high TSH, they would try to find some kind of source of just a a pig thyroid or beef or something? Uh, uh,
1: yeah, if you have very high TSH, mm. you at least benefit from suppressing that. T4 is fine for acting on your pituitary uh, to ease off on, on the TSH, uh, and that will uh, greatly protect your thyroid from developing nodules if you just suppress the TSH because... Uh, TSH itself uh, when it's elevated is producing the symptoms that are associated with hypothyroidism it isn't uh, just the lack of of metabolic activating uh, T3 hormone Uh, it's the actual positive direct pro-inflammatory effect of TSH itself
0: Hmm. I had a good friend a lady friend uh, mentioned to me that she was her hair was, you know, starting to see some hair falling out, and I was kind of uh, musing that it was a um, a low thyroid. Is that close?
1: Uh, That's undoubtedly the most common uh, reason for thinning hair. Uh, It becomes, uh, there there are fewer hairs because so many fall out, and the hairs that do grow, uh, if your thyroid is low, are are thin, uh, frail hairs.
0: I see. Excellent. Uh, Ted wants to know about systemic enzymes versus aspirin. Systemic enzymes are a blend of enzymes like serpeptase, pancreatic, bromelain, papain, and others when taken between meals. um, uh, I don't know this word. Gets rid of the fibrin in the blood dissolving blood clots and extraneous proteins through the body does aspirin act in the same way so systemic enzymes versus aspirin
1: uh, oh uh, well the, the traditional way of getting those uh, uh, enzymes was to powder uh, the uh, pancreas gland of animals
0: yeah pancreatic uh, right uh, pancreatic uh, uh,
1: yeah that's a very good uh, mixture of of uh, digestive Uh, enzymes that that do help uh, with things like uh, uh, preventing clots and inflammation. But uh, since you can't heat uh, the uh, dried gland to sterilize it, uh, there's always a risk of the animal having some kind of infectious disease. Uh, So, uh, Uh, Essentially, uh, pancreatic enzyme substances have to be still alive tissue, which means they could have bacteria uh, and and other uh, pathogens. Uh, And the alternative uh, is to uh, use similar enzymes made by a fungus. uh, Most most commonly, a a a fungus is used, uh, and that always leaves. Uh, andogenic traces uh, of the fungus itself uh, uh, and so you uh, uh, have the potential to have an allergic reaction to fungal uh, enzymes.
0: So if you wanted to take systemic enzymes in between meals is there anything you can use that is safe?
1: I, I, I would go with pancreatic.
0: Uh, just enzyme. go do the pancreatic?
1: Uh, yeah, despite the mm. risk of infection.
0: Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if they have organic and or that might help, you know, I don't know. But uh, Yeah. They might. Wow. Didn't uh, uh, Dr., uh, who was it, um, Gonzalez, he did a lot of work with uh, cancer, remember? And he used to uh, do, yeah, uh, the uh, pancreatic he, he, enzymes, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, 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 Dr. Kelly. Yeah, Kelly was, right. Kelly's work. Uh, uh, one of the pioneers in that uh, uh, and it, it goes back early uh, 20th century uh, and uh, that has fairly recently uh, been supported by new types of studies that that showed that the pancreas uh, enzymes entering the intestine uh, are actually reabsorbed into the system. So if you mm. make them yourself uh, properly or if you uh, take them uh, as powdered thyroid or, uh, pancreas gland, uh, you are actually getting those enzymes into the bloodstream, not just into your intestine. Uh, uh, and So there's clear evidence that they do get into the bloodstream, act as proteolytic uh, enzymes, uh, just as uh, I I think it was uh, uh, Dr. Beard Beard, at at the turn of the 20th century Hmm. uh, who uh, uh, advocated that as a cancer treatment, uh, and Kelly and Gonzalez uh, developed it and followed up
0: Interesting. So that would be uh, the best pancreatic enzyme you can find that can really get into the bloodstream and do all the good things we like with enzymes, right? Uh, uh, Yeah. Do do raw foods do the same thing?
1: Uh, uh, Except they are combined with with a lot of antigens and indigestible (laughs) material. (laughs) So uh, they can cause uh, intestinal irritation. Yeah indigestion and gas and so on
0: yeah wow Uh, Martin is in uh, Montana great state can you ask Dr. Pete what is a good cortisol what is good cortisol levels and what is too high and what is too low
1: Uh, if you have lots of production of of the protective steroids uh, which are precursors to cortisol uh, pregnenolone and progesterone uh, and a moderate amount of of uh, DHEA uh, those protect against uh, uh, cortisol, but the progesterone also functions the same way cortisol does. So if you have enough of those, you don't need any cortisol. Uh, and so if you're vigorously producing steroids, uh, you you should have a very low uh, cortisol level. Uh, the stress of nighttime. Uh, is what causes the cortisol level to rise uh, around
0: mm-hmm. Uh This is from Fabio. Uh, people have stated that COVID infects the intestines and that its long-lasting effects from bowel inflammation can include coughing. Apart from experimenting with an easily digestible diet to reveal foods that are responsible, what supplements could be taken to stop persistent cough it leaves a person in dire need of oxygen. Wow. Uh, uh,
1: uh, yeah, serotonin uh, is the major thing. Uh, inflammation of the intestine uh, is responsible for uh, uh, the, the great bulk. More than 90% of all of the serotonin in the body is produced in the intestine. And if it's irritated, that increases. Uh, and uh, if uh, if your intestine is inflamed that interferes with your liver's ability uh, uh, to uh, uh, regulate uh, the, uh, uh, the the way the blood platelets handle uh, uh, serotonin and, and so the platelets which should be detoxifying the serotonin taking it mostly to the lungs where it's destroyed uh, they can't handle the extra serotonin which then causes the uh, blood vessel inflammation, leading to clots, uh, uh, clots and/or hemorrhaging. Wow! Uh, sure. uh, and so, anti-inflammatory things, uh, f- first very easy to digest foods, but uh, aspirin, uh, uh, ciproheptadine is an anti-serotonin that that calms intestinal inflammation, uh, and uh, keeping your CO2 up uh, has the action of acidifying your platelets uh, and the uh, acidic granules in the platelets bind to serotonin and allows the serotonin to be carried to the lungs and liver uh, for detoxifying. Uh, and so uh, the hyperventilation caused by uh, the serotonin itself uh, tends to drive off your CO two, uh, causing your platelets to spill uh, serotonin into the blood, uh, causing the clots uh, and blood vessel inflammation, uh, carditis, and
0: so on. What's all that stuff going on with the with the shots, right? With the with the injections, too. Hmm. Um. So, what about uh, what about breathing into a bag, and doing- getting more CO2s. Can you do Uh, that? uh,
1: Yeah, that's the quickest, simplest way to to get some. Uh, uh, I've seen people uh, control their hypertension, Hmm. uh, spending a few minutes uh, every day. Uh, You can see the blood pressure come down the the first or second days of doing that.
0: Interesting. There's reports uh, with an email of a doctor that had people that had their saturated oxygen levels down to 35 and lived, can one's oxygen level go that low and then if one uses carbon dioxide to saturate the body with CO2, this then helps the blood carry more oxygen. Is this partly due to the fact that CO2 would alkalize the body raising the voltage to then carry more oxygen?
1: Uh, uh in itself uh, it uh, uh, doesn't uh, uh, alkalize the body but it uh, uh, the bicarbonate uh, uh, baking soda for example uh, uh directly uh, uh, regulates the pH uh, neither too high nor too low uh, uh and uh, the CO2 uh, has so many protective effects uh, on uh, uh, blood vessels, uh, uh, on uh, circulation through the lungs, uh, uh, that uh, uh, you're uh, uh, just by adding uh, CO2 to a person uh, with breathing difficulties. Uh, uh, for, for example, uh, uh, on Mount Everest, uh, they were putting people in in a big body bag, uh, adding oxygen uh, as a way to. Uh, bring them out of uh, inflamed uh, lungs and brain uh, uh, from the altitude, but uh, someone noticed that in these uh, air-type body bags, uh, they were accumulating pretty high levels of CO2. It wasn't the oxygen; it was the increased CO2 curing the altitude sickness. Uh, and uh, the, the same thing that happens in altitude sickness happens from the serotonin poisoning, uh, and inflammation caused by COVID uh, and other uh, uh, degenerative diseases.
0: Interesting. Uh, Can you ask Dr. Pete how to cure, I'm going to spell it, P-A-R-O-N-Y-C-H-I-A. Don't know how to pronounce that.
1: Uh, uh, Could you say it again?
0: Yes, sir. P-A-R-O-N-Y-C-H-I-A.
1: Uh, oh, uh, sores around your nails.
0: I'm not sure I have never heard that uh, one. Uh,
1: uh, sometimes it's a vitamin deficiency uh, oh. uh, uh, just improving your diet vitamin a uh, uh, sometimes putting vitamin A right around your nails
0: mm-hmm. there's a they have a word for that <laughs> they have a word for everything, right it's like <laughs> <laughs> Uh let's see. Dana. She's in New Jersey. I would like to know if eating farm-raised chickens four to five times a week uh harmful to one health due to high omega-6 content. I've heard chickens and pork have a high omega-6 and it can be harmful if one to one's health.
1: Uh, uh, yes, definitely uh, uh, and uh, uh just by feeding them barley instead of uh, yeah. corn and soy. Uh, the barley is is lower in pufa, uh, and uh, 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 oh, uh, depending on the climate, uh, there are many alternative uh, foods that are lower in in the pufa content. Uh, the uh, uh, general inflammatory properties of of chicken uh, and pork, uh, uh, standard American pork, has more than thirty percent. Uh, polyunsaturated fats in wow. its tissue. Uh, Europeans don't like American pork because they say it has soft fat. Yeah, uh, and you, know, you can see that in uh, when I was a kid, well, lard was a solid like butter mm. that would stay in a block yeah, at so room temperature. Yeah. Uh, now, now it's semi-liquid.
0: And because of the feed,
1: uh, uh, yeah, eating too much corn and soy. Corn.
0: But you did say that if you could find a pork producer that was like totally vegetarian grass, you know, the real, the real deal, that's really low in all the bad stuff, right? Did you say that?
1: Uh, uh, yeah, there are now, uh, I've heard of three pig farmers that are uh, producing uh, pork fat that is solid uh, and uh, uh, the, the content of PUFA is approaching uh, beef and lamb down around 4%. Or beef and lamb are about uh, two and a half to three percent PUFA. so the the pork is uh, from those farms. It's uh, essentially as safe uh, as beef or lamb.
0: Interesting, and that's be, and that's you tell that when the the fat is firmer and hard.
1: hmm uh, At room temperature. At room temperature it should should stay firm and and wow white.
0: Uh, Pretty cool yeah i mean if you can get good pork it's really quite a tasty and it's i guess it's a good it's a good protein if you're gonna have protein huh? mm-hmm. if you can get the good stuff does dr pete have any suggestion suggestions for sagging skin and extremely dehydrated skin all the water i drink just goes right through me bathroom breaks nonstop. <laughs> i i can't I, I don't consume any type of poopers. by the way i'm 40 year old female so Here's a 40-year-old female. Every time she drinks, she just keeps peeing it out. What could be going on there?
1: Uh, uh, Yeah, the the thyroid is the main thing that regulates uh, hydration and oiliness of the skin.
0: I think my camera just went off. That's all right. You don't need to see me. Um, (laughs) Let me put up Dr. Pete. Yeah, my camera just ran out of juice here. Let me put it up there. Okay. um, Whoa. So back to the thyroid again, my goodness. I wonder, can you conjecture um, how, just give an idea of how much uh, any of this uh, COVID fear, angst, uh, whatever, you know, um, now we have, you know, Russia how affects the thyroid. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Uh, 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 yeah. Uh. Uh, Anxiety uh, uh, is a constant uh, uh, suppressor of the thyroid, uh, a great shock, uh, uh, the the death of a close relative uh, uh, is often the trigger that turns a person's uh, thyroid off, Uh, uh, or or an accident, uh, just the the emotional shock uh, is is enough to knock out your thyroid. Uh, the body tries to go into hibernation uh, uh, to, to get away from the uh, uh, the horror of the experience, uh, and uh, I, I'm afraid that the fear campaigns yes. from from fear of nuclear war sure. uh, or uh whatever fear of of a virus or uh fear of terrorists yes sir uh, uh, all of those are being promoted uh, actively by the government and the media uh, and they're harming everyone's uh, uh, bodies as well as their minds
0: yes sir yeah, i've been reading articles it's like thyroid it's like an epidemic right now you know uh, mainstream uh, media uh, is talking about it
1: uh, uh yeah uh, have, have you been listening to uh, Dr. Bakhti's uh, videos.
0: Uh, Bakhti's, uh, Bakhti? Bakhti. Oh
1: Boxy's Sutarit Bhakti?
0: Yeah, he's been on the show a few times, but I haven't checked in with him in a while. Is he talking about thyroid? Uh,
1: uh, uh, no, no nope. not about thyroid, but uh, he's a plain talker about uh, what's going on with the, uh, the virus and vaccines.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we should get him back on and he you think he's right on you you like his work
1: uh, uh yeah i heard him just a few days ago on uh, the children's uh health defense uh, oh yeah uh, Ken- kennedy's group kennedy's group uh, uh, and uh, uh first first of his talks i didn't have any tiny disagreement with him hmm. he, he is uh, over the last uh, year, year and a half he has uh, uh, investigated everything uh, and uh uh, now has a very very clear picture of what's going on with the virus.
0: Um, and what is he th- what is he saying? Just in general, what what's his uh, take?
1: It, it, it's a criminal hoax, essentially.
0: That the whole thing was a hoax. Uh, uh,
1: the, the the vaccine uh, hmm. is never was intended or, or conceived uh, to prevent uh, uh, the, the uh, infection. Yeah. It can't, in principle, that's been known for uh, uh, more than 15 years. Uh, The the people, the insiders, uh, 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 can't have been uh, so stupid and ignorant as to uh, uh, ignore all of the evidence showing that the vaccine was purely, uh, 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 essentially, a a A manner of of chemical warfare.
0: Yeah, wow. And now did you... uh to hear the latest talk? is we have a sub variant of Fauci, a sub variant, huh? a sub variant, <laughs> a sub variant. That? A <laughs> oh, that's the new one, yeah, it's a sub variant. <laughs> yeah, these people they don't quit, you know. That's... A couple more, then we'll let you go to work. Uh, uh, let's see, in his opinion, what causes lupus? Can anything be done to help with? All the redness in the face and broken capillaries and veins in the legs.
1: Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I've uh, uh, been seeing people with lupus, so called, uh, do very quick recoveries. Uh, 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 just the last uh, year, I've been following uh, a woman who was diagnosed with lupus and uh, could hardly move because of arthritis, and uh, uh, she just changed her diet and started. Uh, supplementing uh, thyroid and uh, progesterone and uh, uh, avoiding the uh, uh, allergens and pro-inflammatory things uh, and it's all well. It's uh, uh, autoimmune conditions are very well defined as the, the results of too much estrogen, too little uh, progesterone and
0: thyroid. hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, how much protein is Dr. Pete doing? Like, uh, Is it going like 80 grams per day or less?
1: I, I'm experimenting currently, uh, trying to uh, get it down to uh, uh, as close to 50 as possible for the uh, low methionine. but it's, my habits make it uh, hard to get it down that low, so probably around 60 right now.
0: So that would, uh, and where are you getting that protein from? What are you going to, what are you going to, yeah. uh,
1: uh, Milk mm-hmm. and uh, even oatmeal uh, <laughs> uh, has a surprising amount of protein in it. Mm-hmm.
0: Is there a big um, advantage to doing like the, uh, what do they call those, Dr. Pete, uh, steel steel cut oats rather than just the smashed up? Uh, o- uh,
1: no, I, I don't think there's any difference as long as you cook it thoroughly.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then you can put butter and milk in there, too, if you want, right? Uh,
1: Yep, very delicious. (laughs) Might
0: as well. Uh, Yesterday at work, I was feeling great. My knees didn't hurt, but on the way home, I ate four little cookies with no chocolate in them, and by the time I got home, I went into AFib. I did tapping on my hand and chest, and I rubbed peppermint oil on my neck and chest. I took liquid magnesium and two aspirin, and I did the carbon dioxide with the brown paper bag, after a couple of hours, I was feeling much better and slept good last night. and my body was pooped out, did I do good, Doctor Pete, with what I did? Even though the doctors would love to put me on pills, is there any? Uh, if there's only way this happens in a blue moon, or could the could the uh, cookies have chipped this off?
1: Uh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, irritation in the intestine is enough to send out. Uh, uh, inflammation signals that wow. raise the free fatty acids in the blood mm. uh, uh, and so carbon dioxide uh, and uh, uh, uh grape or orange juice uh, uh, as a, a quick form of uh, uh, getting your glucose up to lower the free fatty acids
0: mm-hmm. uh, uh,
1: that is pretty effective first aid
0: uh-huh. uh, a ray uh, your name uh, Ray wants to know how much uh, orange juice thanks for the show he says I really enjoy having them on how much orange juice does Dr. Ray Pete drink per day?
1: Uh, around uh, uh, a little over a quart uh, Whoa
0: uh, you drink uh, a quart of uh, orange juice a day? Uh,
1: uh, oh uh, uh, in warm weather much more than that Wow but, uh, I, I try to aim for that amount now I'm uh, trying a combination Uh maybe a pint of Concord grape juice, mm-hmm. uh, and a little over a pint of orange juice.
0: And the benefits for you? Uh,
1: uh, uh, anti-inflammatory.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, that's the main benefits, anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. You can actually get um, uh, organic uh, not from Concentrate, but some real grapes, right? It's a store, can't you? Uh, uh,
1: yeah. 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 Uh, Newton, uh, yeah. Just Conquered, is, just Concord, is yeah. the best one I've found.
0: Wow. Years ago, people used to do the, the grape juice diet. You ever do that? Did they ever just drink grape uh, juice for oh, a week? Yeah, <laughs> I, I,
1: I knew people in the 40s and 50s who were doing that.
0: Wow. Uh, uh,
1: uh, uh, and uh, knew people who... Said they're recovered from it.
0: Uh, well, it was it was hard on him. Huh? You don't want to do that. Uh, uh,
1: uh, t- two weeks, I think, was a thing to eat purple grapes or oh, purple yeah. grape juice. Yeah, uh, and uh, uh, it, it definitely lowers in- inflammation.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, one more just popped. Two more just popped in. What would Doctor Pete recommend? to help someone resolve a chronic case of bruxism, which is when a person grinds their teeth while they sleep. Yeah, it can be hard on the teeth, boy.
1: Uh, Things that improve digestion, because nocturnal rise of of serotonin uh, from falling blood sugar uh, and uh, something irritating in the intestine causes the the serotonin to rise, increasing nervous tension and uh, symptoms like that.
0: Uh Uh-huh. And Karen wants to know, what are some good alternatives to eating oysters and shellfish? They can't get those or don't like them.
1: Uh, Oh, uh, uh, any way to get your uh, selenium, uh, uh, that's the uh, most likely uh, uh, thing that you'll lack if you you don't eat any marine uh, uh, products. Uh, so even a selenium supplement can be
0: helpful. Or Brazil nuts have selenium, but then you're back into the PUFA range, right? In the PUFA, PUFA land?
1: Uh, uh, yeah, the, the, uh, all of the seafoods contain PUFA, so you don't want to overdo it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Dr. Pete, we cover a lot of territory today. Thanks for your flexibility with coming on after your regular uh, stint. And uh, thank you. We really appreciate you coming on our show. It's an honor to have oh, you Okay. Thank you sir. See you real soon. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. Bye. bye Dr. Ray Pete, you can check out his newsletter at raypetesnewsletter.com. If I can get my thing up here and close out the show. Well, I think we're almost back to normal with our technical stuff. Stuff? Stuff? Our technical stuff. I'm going to take a little day off, not that I need one. I've been off for 2 weeks, but Or working with this geeky stuff, you know, make your you know make your head explode, you know, on the phone with people. So I'm gonna take a day off tomorrow. We we take Thursdays off. I'll see you at the farmers market today, the Dripping Springs Farmers Market. See you then. And uh, we have uh, colostrum on sale, twenty percent. Use promo code Restore. Uh, The uh, hydrogen machine. Twenty percent off for this little puppy. Use promo code One Radio. Um, don't forget Shen Blossom. Didn't mention them today, but it's just a wonderful company. I just, I just made an order, getting a whole bunch of uh, things from Shen Blossom. Just great, 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 great products. Don't, don't, uh, um, don't or do, do visit them. It's on our front page, Shen Blossom. I think you'll find some really, really fun things there. He's got some wonderful minerals. Dr. Pete talks a lot about minerals. He's got some wonderful wonderful minerals from real food, real minerals. And you can take these, uh, they have a midnight minerals. You can take a night, it helps you sleep and helps your body do all the wonderful things it does while while you're out traveling in the in the far country in your soul body. I love you all very much. Thank you. Thanks for your support. Appreciate y'all, you your your kind messages uh, during this time off. And, a lot of you were worried about me, but we're fine. We're <laughs> we're fine. And I said, "Where'd you go, Bridget? how's it going?" Uh, we'll see you on Friday for uh, our Friday edition, and we should have a lots to talk about because we haven't been on. So see you Friday. But uh, check in uh, BitChute We have um, all of, most of our video, all of our well, whatever videos up there, and then uh, we're running archive shows that we're going to update here soon on the. And then on the front page too. So stop by. Let me know if I can help with anything. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com Love you all very much. Thanks. You're doing great. Don't believe anything out there. You know, whatever. Germs, COVID, mm, uh, nuclear war. It's all just crap. You know, it's all fear porn, man. Just all fear porn. They just want to make you crazy. Just don't buy into it. Hi, dude. We're going to go now. See you soon. I love you. Uh, See you Friday. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is One Radio Network.com.